Welcome to episode number 35 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about the stock markets, particularly the Indian markets and some of the stocks and uh, basically, you know, how to actually pick these stocks, how to analyze these stocks and all of that good stuff. And uh, before we begin, I just wanted to let you all know two very quick things that Firstly, I do have an Instagram account and that's where I'll actually be sharing some of, uh, you know, some of the informative tips and some of the informative, uh, you know, concepts. And by tips, I do not mean stock tips. I mean general tips in terms of how to actually approach the markets. And I also have a Twitter account where I post a lot of uh, real-time updates about various things, not just related to the markets, but also including the markets. And uh, the other thing that I want to tell you all is that all of my episodes now are recorded in terms of segments. So while on its own, it may look like a 43, 45 minute podcast. Uh, If you actually listen to it segment wise, it's going to be much more easier for you. And you can just listen to whichever segment you want to. I recommend listening to the entire thing because sometimes I do end up cross-referencing. But uh, this is only if you actually are short on time or if you actually are too new or if you don't really know how to actually listen to the entire thing. So I just wanted to let you all know that again. And uh, with that, let us begin with this episode. So starting with Nifty, we saw Nifty going plus 186.90 points, closing at 11,313 so it's finally back to that 11,300 level now. And I'd previously mentioned that I feel that 11,300, 11,400, that's actually the level where I feel Nifty is most comfortable. And this is basis, you know, the general price movements that I've seen on, at that level, basis, some of the technical um, levels and supports that are there at that level, including the 200 MA, but we'll come to that in a bit. In terms of the intraday movement on 9th October, uh, pretty standard, I feel, except for the big move. But, you know, it, it had support at te- uh, 11,065, not 11,965, only 11,065. Uh, so it actually had a FIB retracement support at that level. Uh, but it did not wait for that. It actually bounced back up from 11,090 itself, which was the day's low. And uh, from that, pretty much saw a consistent positive move. And, uh, you know, even if we look at some of the previous levels, uh, particularly day before yesterday and yesterday's level, it just sort of, it it went slightly below that level and then from there it bounced back up. So I feel that, you know, uh, it definitely tested that 11,100 level as, you know, I had previously discussed. And this is actually very common, I feel, you know, after such a big move, after jumping almost uh, 1,000 points, it's very common, I feel. So it actually just tested those levels and perhaps, you know, I, I was actually expecting a 11,000 level test also. But, you know, it's a good thing that it didn't happen. So it actually tested that 11,100 level and from there it actually jumped back up now at 11,300 as I said. So that's pretty much what the intraday movement said. I mean, the resistance were there, the resistances were there, but... It did not really slow down. Nothing too drastic in my opinion. Nothing actually worth mentioning because it was all very, uh, very normal for for what we've seen. You know, it just kept on climbing and kept on climbing quite steadily. So, 
the eight moving average was a very steady and a very strong support from what it looked like because almost no candle closed below uh, that level. So we just saw a steady climb from there. And uh, now actually when we come to the daily chart, so I'll just switch to the daily chart right now and it, it honestly looks pretty strong to me. Um, I feel that a close above 11,385, 11,400 approximately that level should indicate, uh, you know, a reversal and a recovery. And this, this is again, this is based on uh, some of the previous price levels that we've seen, uh, especially the 20th September. The high on that day was 11,381. So I feel that if it actually is able to breach that high, then it's a positive thing. And then I feel that it would signify that, hey, it's back on track. It's probably going to gain a bit. Um, generally speaking, though, after seeing that lower high, lower low downtrend that we saw in the past few days, or actually the past two weeks, I believe now, if I just look at the chart, this was the first uh, higher high and it wasn't a lower low. It wasn't a higher low. It was actually a lower low only. But this was the first higher high that we saw. And uh, purely based on that, I feel that, you know, it's it's sort of considering, reconsidering, uh, actually going back or rather, um, you know, actually correcting to those 11,000, sub 11,100 levels. So that's again one, another point uh, that's to be noted or rather supporting point to that uh, previous thing. And, uh, you know, in general, I feel that th those 12,000 levels might just be hit uh, possibly by the end of this year, so in two months or so, and uh, you know, if it does not sustain those levels, then I'm then I have a feeling that it'll at least try to test that level between one to two times at least. And again, this is purely based on some of the things, some of the past trends that we've seen. So we've seen it jump from that trend line up around uh, you know one thousand or so points, and then from there also we've seen it gain. And uh, if for some reason that does not happen, if for some reason that 12,000 level is not breached, uh, because again, that is also a possibility, you know, nothing is certain, uh, at least, you know, nothing is certain at face value. So if that 12,000 level is not breached, or if we do not see a real strong climb, then I feel that it might just go sideways for some time, uh, probably a month or two. Uh, we've seen that happen earlier this very year. So we've seen that happen from 30th November last year to around March of this year where it actually broke out. So we might actually see something like that also. It's entirely possible. We might see it sort of uh, fluctuate between that, uh, you know, possibly 11,600 to 11,200 uh, or so range. And it may just break out after that. That is also a very strong possibility. Again, I would not rule that out at all. However, considering that, you know, we're seeing some strong moves, I feel that it may just test that 12,000 level at least once. So uh, that's my view of Nifty, at least on the daily chart and on the intraday chart. And uh, again, I feel that, you know, if it can hold its ground tomorrow also, then we have, uh, you know, we have a strong uh, move on Nifty. And I feel that's a very good sign if you are a bull on Nifty. And uh, that, that, that's my Nifty analysis. Now let's move on to Bank Nifty. So coming to Bank Nifty, you know, in terms of the intraday movement, it's going to be pretty similar to Nifty. And uh, that's actually something that we've seen in the past also. It's nothing really 
uh, out of the blue or nothing really out of the ordinary uh, it's happened before you know the intraday movements are tend to be similar so again uh, yesterday and day before yesterday's support levels or rather lows were today's support levels and from that actually it just bounced so that's actually something which is pretty common interestingly on bank nifty today's move was uh, actually it was far greater than the 23rd september move that we saw uh, so that's that and uh, you know considering that the intraday moves were actually so similar i'll actually just look at uh, the daily chart of bank nifty for this analysis and when we actually shift to the daily chart we can see that yesterday's candle was somewhat of a spin a spinning top actually you know if the actual candle was not as thick it would have been almost a perfect spinning top and from that it's actually increased now it's just below 200 day moving average on the daily chart um, so that that might just act as a resistance in the past we've seen uh, we've seen it act as a mild resistance actually but in general we haven't really seen the index below uh, that 200 day moving average unless it's a strong uh, reason for that so i feel that it 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 is uh, you know it is quite likely that it'll just bounce back up from that sub 200 ma level and right now the 200 ma is at 28811 so possibly uh, you know levels above 28800 is what i uh, expect for bank nifty purely just looking at the chart and purely looking at the past trends that we've seen so that's bank nifty and you know in in terms of you know the general trend that i see with bank nifty uh, it looks positive, it looks quite positive and the reason why actually it was so positive is because the underlying banks were very strong today. If we look at the underlying banks, almost all of them except for Yes Bank were positive. So that sort of gave it an additional boost. And if you're wondering why Bank Nifty increased by just over 1000 points today, closing at 28,785 and Nifty closed by just 186 uh, points. So, you know, generally the ratio has been uh, 1 is to 4, 1 is to 3. Today it was just above 1 is to 5. And the reason for that could be because the the sort of momentum that we saw uh, on Bank Nifty is far greater. And uh, one possible reason for that is that, you know, Bank Nifty in general has seen some very, very rough days compared to Nifty in the past two weeks. And uh, it's pretty much gained, uh, you know, almost just two times in the past uh, several candles in, in past in the past 20 or so days whereas nifty has not seen as rough of a day or as rough of a period so i feel that also worked the other way around in in you know in the sense that bank nifty actually uh, shot up more than nifty and we've actually seen that happen also you know even when it goes down we've seen bank nifty going down further so it seems that bank nifty is a lot more volatile than nifty right now if you are you know into day trading or if you're into swing trading if you've got a good view if you've got a good and a solid analysis then i feel bank nifty right now by the looks of it is a better way to actually make money but you know the risk is also uh, there it's it's not like it's going to be a risk-free uh, bet at all so bank nifty very interesting right now and again that's actually why i'm actually uh, why i'm you know talking about it earlier i did not talk about bank nifty because uh, you know it just did not look that different from nifty however now we're seeing that uh, sort of 
bank nifty is appearing as a much more volatile uh, index and it's 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 got far more opportunities in my opinion than nifty and uh, yeah that's pretty much it for bank nifty and uh, you know again in terms of what i think might happen in the future for bank nifty i feel if it can breach that uh, 28800 level that's the 200 day moving average it's it's pretty much sorted and i feel that that should not be an issue it, if not tomorrow uh, you know definitely uh, later on in this week that's friday because that's, that's the only other day left or uh, you know next week i i feel that that's a very strong possibility in terms of the broader trend uh, if it can actually you know sustain those uh 29 to 30000 levels it's is pretty much sorted because one strong resistance that i actually see is that 29000 level so if it can actually breach that with ease then i do not think that it should be an issue and uh, you know it's actually got a few supports also so it's not like it's 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 completely in the air right now it's got a few supports so i feel that those resistances should not be an issue uh you know considering that uh if 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 the underlying banks are actually going to be strong enough uh because we've seen that as long as the underlying banks are strong bank nifty is just going to shoot up like like anything so if we see some positive news for banks uh, particularly the bank nifty banks then you know we should be seeing some very very strong moves and uh you know considering that they actually went up by so much i feel that tomorrow the banks in general might just be a bit slow uh perhaps even profit booking happening so we might just see some banks uh seeing negative days tomorrow but, but i feel that's natural and uh i might actually look at a few banking stocks uh the charts of these banking stocks just to see uh where they're actually placed but in general we might just see some profit booking happening tomorrow and as a result we might see you know the prices falling down by a bit and that's that's perfectly natural that's perfectly normal it always happens so i would not get panicked by that it does not mean that today's uh you know today's sprint was a scam definitely uh not so do keep that in mind and uh, yeah that's pretty much it for bank nifty now let us move on to nifty 50s gainers and losers all right so from bank nifty now to nifty's gainers and losers and uh sort of the banking trend continues because nifty's gainers were also filled filled with banks the very first the leader of the gainers being indusind bank plus 5.45% closing at 1308 and uh, we see that you know the chart looks pretty decent it's 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 nothing too spectacular in my opinion uh i i personally don't feel that it was a decisive move on the chart it i mean there was a little bit of a support level but i would have personally not entered this purely because it did not appear Oh, uh, you know, like a decisive move. In fact, I actually talked about this yesterday or day before. I'll just check my notes real, 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 real quick. And uh, yeah, it was on episode number thirty-two. I'd mentioned that it's at sixty-one point eight percent fib, but after that, I hadn't really talked about it that much. I feel that in general, it did not appear as uh, as interesting as the other ones. So perhaps that's why I missed it. and the 61.8% level if you're wondering is at 1281 so around um that's what 27 points away 
so that's that that's obviously that could be one of the reasons why I actually bounced back up that fib retracement level um but you know in general not really sure now if we actually now as i'm actually looking at the chart if we if we draw a trend line which i will do right now from <clears throat> well from 31st july to the other lows and basically connect the other lows and then we can see that it's understandable why it actually bounced back up though this also means that it's on a downtrend so if we actually do the same trend line but if we connect the highs we'll be able to see that it is on a downtrend and if this is the case uh we possibly have a few other days so we possibly have around 50 or so points from what it looks like on the trend line again uh before we see a solid uh, you know well a solid reversal and by reversal i mean a solid correction so we have a good 50 or so points if i can just tell you the exact number it's it's we've got around 47 48 points before it actually uh faces that uh, trend line resistance if it's going to face any in the past it has it's also actually broken out in the past so really can't say if it actually goes above that 1355 level then i feel it's it's a strong uh, it's a strong stock it's a it's a strong pick uh because you know it's actually sort of broken out from that uh, trend line uh that down trend so to say so that's indusind bank now let's jump on to bharti airtel and since while we're at airtel uh there there was this news about jio and uh, basically jio will now have to pay 6 paise per minute to vodafone and airtel uh, you know if anyone calls from their jio number to any other telecom operator's number then they'll have to shell out that 6 paise per minute and that's obviously going to impact uh, airtel and vodafone idea positively like you know they're basically getting money so it's it's obviously going to have an impact on that now whether today's positive move on both airtel and idea by the way i did check idea today uh, if today's positive move and airtel was up by 5.23% closing at 359 idea was up by actually 13.6% uh closing at if i can just check uh i believe i've removed that uh display i can i'll just check real quick no problem idea closed at 5.85 rupees yet it's almost a penny stock now rather it is a penny stock now uh up 13.59% so that's obviously great great uh in terms of percentages in terms of rupees it's just 0.7 of a rupee so not really a big deal but again percentage wise massive increase so considering that i'm not too sure if that was because of this uh you know news based event or it was because airtel is actually on the trend line or rather it was on the trend line yesterday and that trend line is just so clean i'll actually share a picture of it on my instagram also again my instagram is at indian markets with kr which is the title of this podcast just look it up on instagram and you'll see that account i'm going to post uh, a lot more on there so if you are interested do give it a follow so now that my shameless plug is done i'll come back to airtel's chart and again massive move we can see that almost every single time it's uh, touched or even gone near that trend line it's just jumped up like crazy and it's on a, it's definitely on an uptrend right now i feel the the price level to beat the price level to actually uh, you know go above is that 380 390 level 
and 400 obviously is going to be a big psychological resistance for airtel but again if it's going to compete and it is it's doing very very well compared to vodafone idea and it's actually leading the competitors against jio so considering that i do feel that airtel is pretty strong right now um whether you want to enter it right now it's it's fine i mean i feel that it might just go back go back down again but in general it is on an uptrend so even if you do enter right now i don't think it's a it's that big of an issue if actually if you actually just buy it and forget it because unless once it actually breaches that 400 mark i feel it's going to be great uh, but till then i'd keep an eye out even if you do enter into this position so that's it again i want to elaborate more on this because of that news based event uh, because of that geo 6 pesa thing So that's basically Airtel. Now the next gainer is ICICI Bank, four point nine five percent up, closing at four hundred and thirty six. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, again, this is not another shameless plug. This is just, you know, this is just something. So if you do follow me on Twitter, you might have seen last night I tweeted that ICICI Bank looks pretty interesting on the charts. Perhaps it's going to go up. In fact, all the banking stocks look very interesting on the charts. and uh, i had also men- i had also mentioned that perhaps bank nifty is going to be positive tomorrow and uh, it did happen i'm not saying that it happened because i said so i wish that happened i, I would probably uh, you know have zero issues in life right now if that did happen but um, again icici did look very interesting on the chart and by very interesting i mean that it was at a support zone it was also a very interesting chart pattern rather rather candlestick pattern it was actually a hammer and based on that i did say that hey it looks pretty interesting right now if you ask me the next resistance is going to be at that around 440 443 level uh, that's actually quite a strong level i feel because we've seen it turn back around from there uh, when it was actually at its previous all time high so that's going to be a tough level to beat uh, if it does beat it though the next one is going to be 458 i believe that's the current all time high for icici so i'd be looking out for that and uh, yeah i mean that's pretty much it as far as icici is concerned it does have a lot of supports right now so if you want a stable banking stock if you want a banking stock that might you know perform decently icici right now by the looks of it does appear so it's been on almost a consistent uptrend since uh, if i can just check when it's since pretty much forever as it appears so you know icici bank does look very strong does look very promising also so do check it out the next gainer again another banking stock sbi 4.76% up closing at 260.95 and uh you know airtel was a perfect example of a trend line gone right it was a perfect example of how beautiful trend lines can look sbi is an example of how trend lines do not always work so uh, it's it's very interesting you got an example of both in this very episode so if you actually look at sbi on a chart the trend line the trend line support was actually going to be at 350 now the stock price is at 260 so there's a massive 90 point difference and uh, if it's on the road to recover it possibly uh, because this is an important support zone in terms of you know just looking at the charts even if you do not look at 
absolutely any indicators this is a support level so and it did increase today it did jump pretty decently today uh, so once it actually clears up that 8 ma resistance that 8 moving average resistance at 262 just a few points away no biggie uh, it's it should be a pretty decent pick now uh, the big resistance that i would be actually concerned about is going to be the 200 ma again 307 is the price for that it's quite far but in the the reason being that in the past we've seen an attempt to breach it in fact in the on earlier earlier this september or, or earlier in september on 23rd september it did attempt to breach but it just sort of fell flat 24th september we saw uh, you know almost bearish engulfing on the stock so from there it fell continuously now is the first time we're seeing really a, a, a decently a moderately positive candle on svi so that's it and also you know 40 rsi it's above 40 rsi right now the rsi is at 41.6 if you do not know how rsi works do not even bother it's fine uh what you need to know is that you know it does look promising right now sbi even though it's actually broken that trend line so again do keep that in mind uh the next positive one is going to be ultra cement company 4.47 percent of closing at 4043 and yes it has broken that 4000 psychological barrier so that that's great news again 4000 is a very important level if you think about it from 3000 to 4000 nothing to really explain there and it's also been some we've seen some sort of resistance also uh, though it was actually uh, you know just above where it's at so perhaps we see some resistance on the stock tomorrow or day after uh, but you know the reason I actually jumped today uh, is because it was at such a beautiful support level. In fact, I talked about it just yesterday, and I'll actually quote you guys uh, what I had mentioned in my notes. So I've written lovely support at 200 weekly moving average right now. Nice previous results. So the previous results, the previous quarter's results were great. They saw some very very nice profit or revenue growth. So. Um, you know, they're probably expecting the same thing to continue considering that it did increase now if we are going to see great results We should be seeing this trend continuing and uh, What's interesting is that it was actually on a downtrend Then after 20th September it went on an uptrend from there again. It's it was on a downtrend and now it's sort of uh, taken that support at that 20th September level. Oh, if I just tell you guys the price level, it's at 3,862 or so. so 3,800, 3,900, approximately that level is where it took support from. Now, that previous massive resistance level that I'm looking at is 4,400, 4,300, approximately that level. So once it actually clears that up, then it, it's a smoother sort of... Uh, a highway ride for ultra cement company in my opinion again this is considering that the results are positive in general we've seen uh, we've seen ultra cement appreciating quite well um and yeah i mean that's pretty much it ultra cement company looked pretty decent yesterday also and today it did show just how decent it looked yesterday so that's ultra cement company the next one on my list on my on rather nifty's 50 nifty 50s gainers list is Mahindra and Mahindra. Uh, now we've been seeing uptrends with Mahindra and Mahindra. Now, as it turns out, 
if we just look at the chart then f the uptrend has been pretty much from 5th september and i feel this is a great time to pull out our handy dandy trend line tool and when we actually look at that it's a very very clean trend line and uh, again the trend line is from 5th september to today it's going to be connecting all of the lows from there so it does look pretty good and if the trend line is going to be followed we should see it increasing and possibly slowing down just below 650 or so um, again that's because at 640 rather that's because it, the 200 ma line is there and every time it's tried to breach it it's it's faced some sort of resistance so mahindra and mahindra does appear good in general we've seen that downtrend being reversing uh, so definitely one stock that i would keep my eyes peeled out for uh, and it's pretty close to uh, it's pretty close to 600 price levels now so perhaps a psychological resistance also cannot be ruled out but that would personally not be that big of a game changer in my opinion because we've seen you know those those price levels or rather we've actually seen even uh, i believe we've also seen 700 price levels yeah we've seen 700 price levels this very year so be breaching 600 ideally should not be that big of an issue so that's mahindra and mahindra and that's it for uh, nifty 50s gainers now let's move on into nifty 50s losers so the losers list is led by yes bank and this time it does not hurt me at all because yes bank i feel in general doing great uh such small setbacks are all right i feel you know it's fine yes bank does not look that negative now that it's actually above that 8ma line i actually took support from that 8ma line so as long as it sustains this level as long as it sort of steadily keeps on climbing i do not think that it's going to be that big of an issue uh, especially if you know the other deals do pan out i believe the uh, the some some fi or something that is associated to yes bank did deny those microsoft rumors and that's probably why we saw that five percent fall again it's closing at 43 so it's still above that 40 level so even if that microsoft deal was quote unquote denied um you know that paytm deal is still probably on the cards and in general i, I honestly fail to understand why yes bank has been uh, you know going down so consistently and so drastically so and again it's at that support level so i, I honestly would not worry about yes bank that much uh, if you've bought yes bank great hold it if you haven't bought yes bank consider buying i i, I you know I, I still feel that it's got great potential and by buying i don't mean that sell your house sell everything you own and then put all of that money in yes bank i mean that you can obviously buy a few shares depending on how much you're willing to lose so if you're willing to, to lose like 100 rupees buy two shares that, that's what i'm saying so it's uh, you know does look fine to me yes bank does not look uh, bad at all i'd still uh, recommend it if you just want to experience it if you're fine with some an okay amount of risk then do go for it it's still below most of its other moving averages it's still below 20 it's still below 50 it's still below 200 moving averages so definitely not good but that also shows that it's it's ridiculously undervalued in terms of the historical prices so that's going to be yes bank 
The next loser on the list is Hero Motor Company, down 2.6%, closing at 2,064. What is happening? Every time I record the podcast at night, I just end up shitting myself. So it did close at 2,604, not 2,064. So every, you know, the thing is every single time I try to record it in the evening, I feel great. The next day, same thing happens. I end up recording it just before 11 at night. So I really want to change that cycle and I'm sure I'll change it. It's just that it does, it's pretty difficult. Anyway, so uh, enough digressing. God, it's such a bad habit. So Hero Motor Company, 200 MA resistance by the looks of it. Uh, not by the looks of it, you know, it's pretty clear that it's 200 MA resistance and uh, we've seen that happen in the past again, mm, that's fine, nothing, nothing really, uh, again, out of the ordinary with Hero Motor Company in general, you know, if I, I, I believe I also checked out the weekly chart here and uh, I feel it, it does look decent, you know, if we actually look at what we saw from 29th July, I feel that it's on an uptrend now higher highs higher lows the the standard that i always end up saying so hero motor company does not look that bad in my opinion uh, if you again if it if it actually ends up breaching that 200 ma level and sustaining it then it's great it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to hero motor company stock mild exaggeration on that one uh, the next stock titan and it's down 2.28% closing at 1230 and yes i did get that i did not uh, i did not end up make making another mistake on that one don't worry uh, it actually opened with a gap down a big gap down and from there it recovered partially so it still got that gap uh, quite possibly it'll close that so uh, if it wants to close that gap it has to go above that 1250 level and i feel that you know Again, not that big of a deal to actually go above that level. Uh, you know, it's it's actually been uh, one of the previous support levels, and, and coincidentally, that previous support level at one thousand one hundred and seventy-five was a very very strong support for today. One thousand one hundred and seventy-seven was today's low. So just to put that into perspective, crazy crazy strong support. And if we do see that support holding up, we should see a positive move from Titan. And just looking at the chart pattern, I'm very, very tempted to do a quick, quick uh, retracement. And if I just do that quick retracement, we can see. Uh, it's So it's above 38.2 now. It was actually below 50 at one point. So 38.2, 1,222. So the next stop is going to be that 1,269 level. By the looks of it, again, this is based on one of the Fibonacci's that we can draw. Um, so, again, just, this just gives you some idea. It's it's not really as helpful as one may think, just, just to give you some context on where it's at right now. So, uh, I, I do not think that Titan is particularly bad right now, especially since it's above that 20MA line also. So, it's got support from that also. Nothing to worry about in my opinion possibly just uh, just sort of testing those levels again because it did see a rapid rapid increase on 20th september and 23rd september so i believe that's the reason for that and uh, yeah, i mean title looks all right apart from that the next loser is going to be z limited uh, closing at 245 down 2.21% and it's still got 8ma resistance it's very bad very bad 
so again as i as i mentioned if it does end up closing above that 8 ma then we can talk till then no chance it uh, no chance to actually buy z limited you'll just see it sort of uh, consolidating at that level just below 2000 or uh, not 2000 i wish it's at 2000 just below 260 or so so we're going to see that consolidation happening that's perfectly normal the next one hcl tech this one is actually very promising in my opinion uh, down 2.17% at 1051 it's at it's just above 200 ma so very interesting one it's actually just above the trend line also and just above i mean it bounced back from the trend line and now it's just above it so hcl tech i definitely keep an eye on so if you're interested keep an eye out for hcl tech and uh The next loser for the day is another IT stock, 1.35% down, closing at 2020. That's TCS, and TCS has its result tomorrow, so I'm curious to see how it actually moves. I actually do have a position in TCS also, so if it goes down, then I'll just call myself a long-term investor, and, and then I'll be all happy. Just kidding, that's an inside joke. Um, so yeah, TCS looks all right. Uh, Consider. I mean, it's gonna be completely based on the results tomorrow. If if the results are fine, if the results are, if the market thinks that the results are gonna be great, then we might even see that twenty one hundred level being breached. If the results are gonna be shit, then we'll see levels well below two thousand, so or possibly you know one thousand nine hundred and seventy five, which has been the previous low. So that's TCS. Now there's also ITC, which was another loser, 247 closing down 1.91%. That's all right. Nothing really to talk about. Another strong IT stock, Infosys. Uh, it was it was a loser today, 0.75% down, closing at 783. But considering how just how much it's consolidated, I feel that some big big move is coming. I believe the results are on 11th October. Again, don't quote me on this. Uh, but if it actually goes up, then it might just end up, you know. kissing the all time high mild exaggeration but if it actually goes and uh, but if it actually you know closes positively and if it actually ends up taking the support that it has considering that consolidation if it actually ends up breaking out then you know 800 levels easy easy no issues 800 levels should be crossed should be breached And yeah, I mean that's pretty much it for the day's losers. And now I'll I'll talk about something, uh, you know, it's an interesting concept. It's an important concept, and one again I'll cover this concept in depth on my Instagram also. But I thought I'd just give you all sort of a, a brief on it. So the concept that I want to talk about today is risk reward and. the thing is when you're trading whether it's day trading swing positional whatever you know as long as you're not investing partially even if you're investing so one very important thing that you need to consider is the risk reward ratio of all of your trades so you need to have a risk reward ratio some people say one is to one some people say one is to two ideally it should be some in my opinion it should be anything that's more than one is to one if you want to actually make money So what it actually means is that for every dollar you're risking, how many dollars you're getting back? So, you know, or how many rupees you're getting back? So basically, what it means is that one way to look at it is that how much money you're putting at risk to earn how much money. Basically, it's the cost of earning that much money, and ideally, none of your trades should be below one is to one. Uh, if you are actually into scalping, 
then your risk reward ratio might be lower but that's that's just what it is uh, if you're you know playing it safe then your risk reward ratio should definitely be more than one essentially you should just you know take calculated risks you should understand what your target is what your ta- what's your target price and in relation to that target price how much do you stand to lose so if right now the stock that you're picking tanks by how much will it tank and if it actually does great then by how much will it do great so you need to compare those two and you need to understand what's a fine balance because you do not want something to happen that hey you know two of your stock or two out of three of your stock picks just tank and then one does great you don't want uh, you know a scenario where those two end up losing more money than that one gain ideally you want to be in a position where that one gain makes up and more for those two losses and that's basically what risk reward ratio helps you do it's a great tool again i'll, I'll hopefully talk more on this on my instagram account because it's just easier to you know explain it that way and yeah i mean that's pretty much it also because this episode is damn long right now i feel i can't see how long it is but i believe i've been recording for a good 43 minutes 45 minutes now so yeah anyway that was it for this episode tomorrow is a trading day so happy trading <laughs>